What's happening, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you're feeling much better than I am today. Loaded with a cold, but that's kids for you, passing on all the germs and lurgy. And um, yeah, I'm coughing up all sorts at the moment. Pretty disgusting start to a podcast, I know, but you're going to have to bear with my sniffles and whatever else comes during this podcast and probably lots of drinks of water throughout. But I hope you're having a better start than me. Um, it's been a bit of a whirlwind of a week. I've got loads going on, as you know, this year. Lots of changes happening from selling the house, getting a new house, my ADHD diagnosis at the start of the year. Um, the big news my biggest news of the year was revealed last week for those of you that haven't seen i'm having a baby girl later this year so excited i actually feel like it's my destiny in a way you know i coach i've coached over 2000 women now through my challenges and through one to one and through in person you know over the last 5 6 years and it's been you know amazing i really do understand and care and you know just want to learn more about the woman's body and mind and there's a lot more emotions than there is than us guys um, and it's a lot harder. I've to definitely, you know, as a coach, coaching a woman is is much is much more challenging. Um, there's a lot more that you know comes into it that versus a, a male can be quite predictable in terms of the weight loss and you know muscle gain if that's the route or whatever. But I'm just so excited. Like I did not expect to be a girl dad. Like I thought I was destined for all boys. And me and Louise, when we seen Pink come out of the cannon, it was just like what the hell. I think I took a few seconds to process it because I was fully expecting Blue, all my family's boys, her family's girls. But I thought after having Albie, I was like, right, that's it. The boy gene's strong. We're gonna just have boys here. And I was, I, you know, I'd been over the moon with that. But um yeah to have a girl I think I just think it's going to be amazing to be there for her to support her to listen to her to care for her and and show her you know and, and what I've learned over the years as not just I obviously dad first human being first and that's everything the love the compassion I'm going to show for her but also you know touching on the fact that I have coached for the last six years a lot of women I really have got to understand the woman's body and how it works and everyone's different and no um you know this is going to be uh, the same for for my daughter as well I'll be able to help her and guide her through life and through her struggles through her failures and that's what I want to talk about today is is the topic of why do I keep failing we had a great episode last week on where to begin when you want to lose body fat if you haven't checked it out please do the week before what to do when you're falling off track amazing episodes right and the first episode was a life update from me and more of an introduction but this week we're going to talk about why do I keep failing I think it's important you do and one thing I'm going to be saying to my daughter is let's strive to to do your best and let's hope for failure and you might think what the hell why would you do that failure allows you to grow you know I've failed time and time again I'm waiting on something right now and there's been so many challenges and obstacles to overcome and you know some of you know that we're doing the real world results app at the moment there's you know the the, the developer last week literally um signed off you know halfway through the project and it's like are you, are you joking really like now we're gonna to have to do a full handover and there's all sorts of stresses added into that and that to me could feel like a failure and I'm like no I'm not letting that sit let's get someone on board let's go and let's get this done because it's taken too long already I've had challenges with X for those of you that have been following along with this you know that something big is coming my biggest work project to date not that the app isn't the app's massive as well um but X you know is going to be quite frankly just amazing and it's only going to be accessible to a small amount of people at any one time um so yeah and 
yeah, it's it's just going to be absolutely insane. Can't really say too much, but we are literally waiting on one decision. And that could feel like a failure because I've had objections and objections and objections. I've had to overcome and I've had to get people involved. And I've had to, yeah, there's been so much go into this and I've had to recruit and 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 speak to people who can help you know this progress because i know the positive impact it's going to have on so many people you know once they're involved like i know you know you know when you know you know inside i know that this is going to positively impact so so many people right and i, I know i've already said that it's a limited amount of people at any one time but over the course of many 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 years to come a huge impact right so I've had to do what I've had to do to get to where we are. And we're still waiting on one, you know, thing to overcome. So that'll be announced in due course, but that could feel like failure. And one thing I'm going to say to my daughter is, you know, let's let's push through these failures. Let's work on it. Why have they happened? And let's keep going, right? Same with Albie as well. No different. Um, but the first one I wanted to talk about is I spoke to uh, someone who's on my challenge who's becoming a one-to-one client this week, Kelly. And we spoke about, you know, she's got of the scale mindset. I prefer my clients to jump on the scale daily, divide by seven uh, over the course of the week to get a, an average and then compare it week by week. And before you know it, you're four months down the line, five months down the line, oh, it has come down. That's what you want. But if you're jumping on the scale one day to the next and you're like, oh, why has it gone up four pounds? There is no chance in hell that that is body fat. Please get that in your head. There is zero chance that is body fat unless you are literally sitting and eating house and home like consuming your entire house, then I very much doubt you can gain that much amount of body fat in one single day. So if you jump on, you've got to think, right, did I have a big meal the night before, which has caused water retention? Have I not been to the toilet today? You know, have I had a saltier meal last night? You know, did I have a takeaway? These things do impact it. And it's so easy to undo all your hard work. Like it takes literally... I'm in a deficit right now at 2,200 calories and I want to go down to 2,000, but I know it's going to be a struggle, right? And I know, right, that it's so hard to burn calories on that bloody Stairmaster 30 to 60 minutes. And I've chosen 30 minutes four times a week this week, okay, in the run up to Louisa's dad's 60th. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to do that. But do you know, that, that'll burn me, what, 400 calories every 30 minutes, roughly, maybe just under that. That is so easy to eat. That takes me 30 seconds to eat four, 500 calories, honestly. So it just shows you one slip up in a day can cause you to come away from everything. That's how easy it is to slip up. That's how important nutrition is, right? So gone on a bit of a tangent there, but I just want to touch on that regarding scale and, you know, being in control and adhering to what you're doing, right? But the first thing I see people failing is because they overcomplicate things. That's number one. We often overcomplicate things when we don't need to. Social media, I've told you, is fake and there's so much overcomplication on there. Do this, do that, restrict this, fasted this, do this. No, just walk more, get a good sleep, drink more water, train with resistance, try and make that a priority versus classes. Jumping about in classes might burn calories, but it won't change your physique, change your body shape, right? Then you've got calories and protein, or you're tracking and weighing your foods. Now, that might seem like a lot, the six fundamentals we focus on at first, but over time, you stack them up on a week-to-week basis, that'll have a massive impact, okay? So you've got to think about that, building up slowly over time and your habits around each of those fundamentals. Simple as that. Don't overcomplicate it. Everything else is null, okay? That's why you're here, you're listening to this, because you want to be through the bullshit like the results on my page do not lie and I, I want you to be next to get those results okay I want you to one day be my next success story simple as that okay whether you're a client right now or not 
you know, many of you listening will be clients. But for those that aren't, one day, I want you to be my next success story. Simple as that. Okay, like my current clients are working towards, right? Number two, you're relying on motivation. That's why you keep failing. Motivation, I mean, I've been in this 13 years, been training 13 years. I'm not motivated every day. I'm still waiting for the uh, for the week that it happens every day. It's not happened yet. So come away from that. Rely on your habits, you know, your fundamentals. What? Why is it you're doing this, right? That's what you need to always revert back to, okay? So don't rely on motivation because you're going to wake up some days and go, holy shit, I feel crap today. So what can you do? What's the minimum you can do on that day? Can you just show up, right? And then there's going to be some days I don't like to say 100%. I like to say 99 because no one's perfect. But some days you might be 99%. And then you go, I'm at it today. Watch this space. I'm on fire. You know, just watch what I can do today. That's some days you're going to wake up and have that. But don't rely and utilize that day as much as you can. But don't rely on motivation every day. Always stick to the disciplines of your habits. Okay, so what are they? Those six fundamentals I just mentioned. Okay, number three, failing to stick to the promises you made to yourself. What promise did you make to yourself when you started this journey? Was it to improve family life? Was it to improve your job prospects because your confidence isn't quite there? Was it to be able to go into date night or get onto the dating scene because you're not fully confident? Or was it, like many people that come to me, you know, health reasons or in their overweight BMI bracket and struggling to get pregnant, for example, you know, whatever it may be, what is that promise you made to yourself and can you... Is that strong enough to make you want the change? Because if it's not, you're going to find this is a long journey and it doesn't need to be, okay? So one thing I said yesterday to some of my clients and my challengers was, if you can just dedicate a portion of your life right now to self-improvement, right, you're never going to do it again. Stopping and starting, doing two weeks here, six weeks here, four weeks here, stopping, starting, stopping, starting, even just saying it stressing me out just spend i think there's a quote in there they say a year i'm gonna say six months just spend six months to a year like self-improvement this is your year and then you never have to do it again then you've learned how to do maintenance you've got the knowledge the only reason you'd ever then sign up to a pt i'm saying this i could go out of a job saying this do you know what i mean but the only reason you'd then ever sign up to a pt would be just if you like that accountability and that group group feel and blah 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 you know so um, but you have to spend some time getting it done and get it right. And remember those promises you made to yourself. If they're more important to you, you'll make it happen. Okay, nothing else will matter, right? You'll make it a priority because it means so much to your life as a whole. Number four, why do I keep failing? Lack of accountability. Fitness is lonely. You will lose friends in the process. You will get people commenting saying you don't need to lose weight or you'll get people commenting saying, come on, just one, just one cake, come on, uh, are we going out for dinner? Are we going out for... They don't mean no harm. They're not trying to like jeopardize everything, right? But they don't want to see you leave them behind. They don't want to see you at your happiest and leanest because quite frankly, they might not be, right? And that leaves them. That opens up a hole for them and identifies them and puts them in the spotlight, you know, and you're living your best life, right? It really does. And I'm saying this from honesty because I've seen it happen with me in my life, right? And I've seen it happen with, you know, numerous clients, right? And they've lost friends, but it's not a bad thing. You've worked on yourself, you feel better. And sometimes you realize that those relationships were based on things like alcohol or things that don't really serve you and where you're going, right? And I know myself now, like, you know, it, it can be lonely fitness and, and you have to, there's times I'm speaking to clients, I'm sat in, a, I'm sat in the car messaging them like for hours 
and it's so lonely and that's probably going down the self-employed tangent here but you know in general fitness can be very lonely and that's why i always recommend you know having accountability whether that's a coach whether that's recruiting someone you know who's actually knows what they're doing not just a partner or friend who says i'll just do it for you that doesn't really work because well, quite frankly, Louise tells me to shut up half the time. So, um, you know, and I've been doing this a long time now. So you need someone that actually knows what they're doing because fitness can be a very lonely path, right? If no one else gets it, you've got no one around you, what's the chances of you doing it? You are um, the the subject, the the result of the five people you surround yourself with. What's You'll have heard that quote before, right? Those who you surround yourself with are going to be you. You know, that's what you're going to pick up on. If, you, if they're all smokers, there's a high chance you're going to smoke, right? If they're all drinkers, there's a high chance you're going to drink. So who are you getting your, uh, getting around that's involved in fitness? Very hard to do that, by the way. And that brings me to my fifth point of why do you keep failing? You're not part of a group, right? You are not part of a group. And I do not like it when people say to me, um, or... Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too fond of, to, of groups and stuff like that. You've just not tried it and you've just not been a part of a group that's super positive. Prime example, RWR, my challenge right now, you know, there's nearly 200 women in there. It is absolutely bouncing with positivity. If you don't have that, you are severely, severely missing out. And I mean that you are massively missing out. Okay, group is everything. Okay, one thing I will say, right, and I'm not going to give away the game here, but um classes for example that you can get very lost in the crowd with classes so how many people are in those classes you know in, in if it's an in-person approach or are you going to a more smaller group that's maybe you know less people that's actually personal training that's not jumping about in a class with 20 to 30 other people with an instructor shouting at you not really going through formal technique, not really focused on progression on a monthly basis based on proper programming fundamentals. Could you search for a small group, personal training, something like that, right? That's actually going to get you results, not, you know, jumping about in a class, you know, because that's just going to burn calories. You could do that on a Stairmaster, you know, yourself, right? You go for a run, okay? And chances are, if your form's right, not right, you, you're running the risk of injury, okay? So get get in a group, super important. Lack of daily systems. So the fundamentals, as I mentioned at the start, if you don't have targets, you're not going to go anywhere. Simple as that. So fundamentals, I focus on calories and protein, steps, training, sleep and water. Simple as that. We build them up, we build the habits over time and go and get results, okay? You need to have the systems that help you get there, okay? And those are mine, right? If you have any questions on those, just let me know, okay? Next one, low intensity effort. The amount of times I spoke to people, I've said, are you actually pushing yourself in your session? They said, mm, it's, uh, it's become a bit of a tick box, okay? The seven weeks into an eight-week program, you know, you have to stick to a program for a bare minimum four weeks, but six weeks to 12 weeks is a good time frame. 12 is maximum. Let's say six to eight is your, your, your prime training program time, right? You know, that's enough time to focus on the exercises, to get stronger, to improve your form, to really see if you are improving. And it can towards the end of a program if you're doing it for longer. You know, you don't want to turn it into a, just a tick box. You still have to push yourself. You still have to give yourself good intensity, okay? So remember that. And that can be often why people fail. They're just ticking the box and not really putting any effort in. The next one, number eight, not enough time in the day. Time is a valid excuse that you 
have okay we all are busy i don't work with any woman right now that's not busy whether they're on maternity leave hands full with the kids whether they've got a busy job whether they're working shifts whether they're running a business they're busy right i get it and i can also relate i get it you know there isn't enough time in the day so what are you going to do with the time you do have that half an hour gap that break where you actually you know at night where you sat and you're watching netflix for two hours Okay, could that be optimized better? Could you do half an hour walk and then do an hour and a half Netflix? You don't have to sacrifice everything you love, but are you optimizing your time? Or are you just using that as I don't have enough time? Well, what can you do? I remember one of my clients previously, she couldn't go training. She uh, she was a stay-at-home mom and she had two kids. And what she did was combine her sessions with the kids. She had one strapped in on a chest, uh, just born. And then the other one was dancing about with her. Simple as that. You just make it work for you with what you can right now. And now she's thriving. She's in the gym. She's loving it. It's a time for herself. And she's progressed on that. So super important, okay, that you remember there is time but it's what you do with that time okay and yes i agree it's a valid excuse not having time but you can make time okay by optimizing the small pockets of time you have whether it's 15 minutes okay that's better than nothing we don't want that all or nothing approach next one number nine goals and actions don't align so what is your goal okay it's to lose 14 pounds yet you're not moving enough not moving any more than when you start said to yourself you're going to go and achieve that goal or you're not tracking your calories in a deficit and you're just winging it, that doesn't align. Those actions do not align with losing your first stone, that 14 pounds, six kilogram or whatever that is. That doesn't align. You have to track. You have to be on it, okay? You have to move a little bit more. don't have to be too much that you burn out, but it has to be something to move you close to that goal step by step, okay? And the last one, big one, not tracking progress. Are you tracking your calories? Are you tracking your sessions? Are you tracking all my clients print off a weekly tracker and they fill it in and they highlight in green when they've met the target, they highlight it in red when they've not. Simple as that. Come to me at the end of the week or during the week, Ryan, here's all my reds, here's all my greens. Cool. Why is this? Why do you think there's more reds? It allows me to do a better job as well. It allows them to self-identify. My goal is to get every client of mine self-sufficient, whether it's three months later, nine months later, six months later, it doesn't matter, however long they need the accountability for. Okay, but tracking is essential. What gets measured gets managed. Remember that. So there's 10 things there. So why do you keep failing? Overcomplicating things, lack of motivation or reliance on it, failing to stick to the promises you made to yourself, lack of accountability because fitness is very lonely. You're not part of a group. You're lacking daily systems or the fundamentals, as we call it. Low intensity effort. You're just ticking the box. Not enough time in the day. Valid excuse. What can you do? Goals and actions don't align and you're not tracking progress. Those are 10 reasons why you keep failing and we need to work on overcoming those. Remember, failure is only failure if you let it become failure. If you see it as a, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I improve? That gives you an opportunity to move forward, okay? I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please do give it a five-star rating and review if you've enjoyed it. If you've not, don't stress. If you have enjoyed it, I'd love to know your thoughts and feedback. Please do pop a comment. It goes a long way. And, um, you know, I'm just doing this in my spare time to try and help you as much as I can uh, whilst you're out on your walks, whilst you're training, whatever, catching up. But thank you so much for listening. You know, I failed time and time again. I have, and I'm still failing to this very day. And I struggle, you know, every week. I go, I have highs every week. I have lows. 
you know, I'm battling challenges. You know, a couple of them that are ongoing right now. I've just told you regarding work-related things. You know, life's going to get even busier for me later in the year. I'm going to have to change the way, you know, my working days run. Maybe I'm going to have to start later. You know, I'm going to be up through the night with the little one and then Albie's going to be up. It's going to be so many challenges still to come and I'm ready for it. I know I'm going to fail because that's going to be, move me forward. It's going to allow me to grow. So you have to remember failure is part of the process. How quickly can you get back to it? How quickly can you rise above and go, do you know what? This app that's pissed me off, that's not ready yet. Um, I'm going to rise above this and we're going to, you know, find someone that's going to get this over the line and get it done, this next 50%. You know, X taking way longer than I expected, you know, uh, beginning of March, well, for, uh, start of the year, every old planning started, but beginning of March, applications started going in and blah, 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 and it was still here, fucking May, you know, I'm like, what the hell, why can't people just do the work, like get shit done? And it really annoys me. And I, I could see that as failure. But I'm like, do you know what? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. What can we focus on here? So all we can do. Right. So thank you for listening. Really do appreciate it. Do share it if you get a minute on social media as well. I appreciate you entirely. And let's get this out there to more people. You know, more people need to hear this because there's so much shit out there, isn't there, right? So you're not part of that anymore. And um, I wish you an amazing week. And I'll speak to you soon.